Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Coca-Cola is teaming up with Jack Daniels to release a Jack and Coke cocktail in a can. Ooh, there it is. Look at that. Yeah. Finally, we no longer have to go through that exhausting task of mixing Jack with Coke. Forbes magazine announced last week that golfer Tiger Woods is officially a billionaire, leaving him no choice but to start a company to launch him into space. Uh, Got some big entertainment news. Netflix has officially confirmed that a second season of Squid Game is coming soon. So if you forgot what happened in season one, uh, congrats, that means therapy's working. The Labor Department announced on Friday that inflation has hit a new 40-year high. You will now pay... The same amount for a banana at the grocery store as you used to pay for a banana at an airport Starbucks. Okay, 640. Jeff and Jen, excessive heat warning. And hazy sunshine, too. It'll feel like, honest to God, it'll feel like 110 degrees out there. He's not exaggerating, right? Now, the official high, I think, is like 96, but it'll feel closer to 110 it's not going to be a good day to go for a run. Mm-mm. No, but some people, I know a couple of people who love I it know, in this so kind we'll of weather. Out there. Be out there doing yoga. Yeah. I don't mind the heat. I just want to be able to breathe, you know, when right. you walk yeah. outside. That's the problem breathe. is the air quality mm-hmm. is not going to be good. No. Uh, right now it's 75 at Cincinnati's Q102. <laughs> the Jennifer Aniston Uh, Got herself into a little bit of trouble with some people. She said that in an interview recently that she was glad she made her bones in the industry, in the acting industry, before social media, when people started becoming famous for, quote, basically doing nothing. And it was right at the time when the Internet was just becoming, it really sort of shaped so much of a new culture, kind of, about this thing of people becoming famous for basically doing nothing but yet having these incredible careers and then women's sort of reputation. I mean, Pam, Paris Hilton. I feel so lucky that we got a little taste of the industry before it became what it is today, which is just different. More streaming services, more people. You're famous from TikTok. You're famous from YouTube. You're famous from Instagram. It's sort of it's almost like it's diluting the actor's job. Mm. And I get what she's trying to say. I mean, when you think about the people who move to New York, you know, and they go to school for like an acting school and they living on nothing in a little shack of an apartment going out on auditions. Alex Weber. Right. Right. And they're just busting their chops for years and years and years before they finally get that first acting gig before they start making money. Waiting tables if they get the break. Right. If they ever get the break. And then there's people who get like one video, post one video and it goes viral. And now all of a sudden they have a million followers and are getting paid to do all this stuff. I mean, I can see what the point that she's trying to make, but not everybody's getting it no. <laughs> and are getting mad. Yeah, well, her dad is is a soap star Yeah, on Days of Our Lives. Like, he has been for, I don't know, 40, 50 years, it feels like. Honest yeah. to God, that's how long he's been doing it. Is he still there? Is oh, he yeah. Still- oh, he still is? Oh, yeah. They just they wheel him in. They prop him up. That's <laughs> <laughs> no joke. He just, he recites a few Aww. lines and then, and then he goes home. He yeah. was the villain. I remember my grandma and mom watching that. He was like the mean guy, right? 
Victor. Victor, he's one of one of the bad guys. The yeah, villains. him and Stefano were the bad guys. But Victor sometimes has moments where he's a good guy, but uh, you know, then then But he, he can turns. be ruthless. But a lot of people are pointing that out that Jennifer is the daughter of two actors and the and the words nepotism and privilege are getting thrown around a lot in the responses. Others made the point that fame is now accessible to everyone and that's a good thing. As somebody put it, people are so angry that the industry is more diverse more inclusive of people from all backgrounds who had nothing but a phone to prop up to showcase their dream when their communities were probably underfunded and overlooked. Let's keep making them mad. Well, you can say the same for Hollywood, too. I mean, there are those people who sweat and starve for years and and they just can't bust a nut to save their lives. And then you got other people who just they show up at that first audition and boom, you're an instant (laughs) star. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Uh, So true. What are you going to do? Right time, right place. And, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Even the most hardcore atheist has to give in on this one and admit that karma is a real thing, man, because Charlie Sheen's daughter has joined <laughs> one of the world's most popular porn sites and he just cannot handle it. He's not happy. I get it. Sam Sheen, daughter of Charlie and Denise Richard. She turned 18 in March. And yesterday, she announced in an Instagram post that she is on OnlyFans. <laughs> now, Charlie doesn't doesn't seem to think the fact that his home was once a popular drug den slash sexual oasis featuring a rotating cast of porn stars has anything to do with how his daughter turned out. Instead, he's blaming Denise. <laughs> oh, okay. Because yeah. I was going to say. What's her niche? Of course it's Denise's fault. What's her thing? Yeah, what are we paying her to do? She barking like a dog rolling around. She's doing feet pics. What's she doing? Yeah, I haven't checked it out, but Charlie is begging her, if you're going to do it, keep it classy. And he blames Denise for this whole thing. He says, Sam is 18 years old now, living with her mother. <laughs> this did not occur under my roof. And he said that this did not occur under my roof. Yeah. Oh, that's a direct quote. That's so funny. Yeah. And the quote goes on. I do not condone this, but since I'm unable to prevent it, I urged her to keep it classy, <laughs> creative, and not sacrifice her integrity. Uh, Denise, on the other <laughs> hand, mean, does, how many hookers yes! did he have in his house oh, when man. those kids were growing up? I'm thinking the same thing, Jen. Like, do you oh, remember the so way you funny. talked about women when you were on the your The way you wedding? behaved. Well, I got to say, you know, Denise is being very diplomatic about this. She said, look, Sam is 18, and this decision was not based on whose house she lives in. Uh, all I can do as a parent is guide her and trust her judgment but she makes her own choices, right, Charlie? Father's oh, jeez. Oh, Charlie. Let me throw that out there. So last week we found out there's a script for a Joker sequel with Joaquin Phoenix called Joker. This is a French thing. Is it folie à deux? Yeah, a deux. It's, a like, deux. it's like the crazy of the two, right? I have no idea. Yeah. So now we're finding out that Lady Gaga is in talks to join as Harley Quinn but we're now also hearing that it's going to be a musical. Ooh, really? No deals with the actors have been made just yet. No other details are known, like if Gaga's going to provide any original music. As a as a uh, big uh, action movie fan, how do you feel about a 
singing action movie. It would be well, you know, you know, Joaquin Phoenix can sing because he was in that Johnny Cash movie. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Remember how he immersed himself into that whole thing? He didn't mess around Uh -uh. when he gets a part. But I guess folia du. Yeah, how I say it, folia du. Yeah, Uh, it's a medical term for a shared delusional disorder between two people. So that's kind of the whole Joker Harley Quinn thing. Just two. So, yes, mm. just volet de. I think that's the de. de. Yeah, D-U-X two. is two, correct. De. All right. So. Sounds interesting. I might go to one of those <laughs> things finally. something. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Selena Gomez was talking, and, and she was you know, talking about struggling as an actor and going out and hitting those, hitting those auditions. She still remembers the day she auditioned for Barney and Friends. Oh, <gasps> she was so cute on that show. I remember my nephew watching it. And she remembers standing in the line with none other than Demi Lovato. I sat in line with 1,400 kids, and it was really hot outside. And my mom kept asking me, do you want to go home? Do you want to go home? And I just stopped thinking, and I was like, no, I don't. I want to stay till the end. I want to stay. And sure enough, out of all those kids, they picked seven, and I happened to be one of them. And was that the same casting call where Demi Lovato? Correct. She actually was the girl standing in front of me. (laughs) I remember she had a red bow on. I'll never forget it. And I remember thinking, wow, she's so pretty. I just thought the world of her. And we just had this like mini reunion when we saw each other, when we got the part. It was really fun. That's crazy, though. I mean, an open call of 1,400 other kids. And those two were picked along with five others. That's that's crazy. She was on 13 episodes of Barney from 2002 to 2004. She was so cute. She had tons of hair back then, too, I remember. Yeah. Barney. I'm so glad Jacob never liked Barney. Yeah. That you would have dodged been the a worst. massive bullet oh, there. Big sis. time. Big Trust. time. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Uh, no, that's it for now. All right. We'll leave it there. That's your latest E News. More for you coming up after seven. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you guess the real headline, uh, we're going to set you up with a couple of tickets to Rachel Hollis Saturday, this October, at the Andrew J. Brady Music Center. Plus four pack of tickets to Coney Island Sunlight Pool. That's all straight ahead next. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal windows. Direct. When it comes to windows, doors, roofing, siding, and gutters, I'm a fan of Universal Windows Direct. And right now, you can get 15% off roofing, siding, and gutters. Check out uwdsouthwestohio.com or call 513-755-1800. Michelle. Yes. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning? Good. How are you? Excellent. Doing great. I got your three headlines here. You picked the real one and we're sending you all over the place. Yep. You're going to go see Rachel Hollis. Um, in October, yep. maybe even with Jen, I think you're going to go. Mm-hmm. And a four-pack of tickets to go to Coney Island Sunlight Pool. Nice. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. So here we go. Which one's real? Is it A? A guy got drunk, stole his boss's car, and parked it on a set of train tracks. Is it B, woman steals ex-husband's pickup and drives it into a lake? Or C, man steals neighbor's golf cart and parks it in the neighborhood pool? Ooh. Uh, C. Nope, not the pool today. Oh. 
Oh, oh man. <laughs> Today, it's the boss's car on the train tracks. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. What, did, what happened Bad there? Bad day at yeah. work, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, 23-year-old in Australia who does not have a license drank a, quote, large amount of liquor Saturday <laughs> night and decided to steal his boss's car. We're guessing he doesn't like them too much or he's got some sort of beef because it sounds like this was all intentional. He he stole their SUV, <laughs> made it over a four-foot trench, <sighs> drove 200 feet through a field, and then parked on a set of train tracks. He actually launched it over the tracks and ended up 30 feet away. But then wow. he, he reversed back onto the tracks and then just left it there and walked home. So, of course, the train shows up at some point. It's only a matter of time. Turns out the train shows up the next morning. Luckily, they saw the SUV in plenty of time and did not hit it. A farmer used his tractor to move the SUV and the train was able to continue on. Police tracked the guy down at home. He confessed to everything. He is now facing charges for stealing the car, driving mm. without a license, negligent driving, and obstructing the path of a train. Yep, that's a problem. He is originally from Vanuatu in the South Pacific, so now he might lose his visa and get kicked out of the country. And no official word, but I'm assuming he's out of a job at this point. I would guess yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, wow. this is, that's somebody does not know how to handle their alcohol. I guess not. And, may, and makes poor judgment calls. I mean, you got to respect the efficiency there because he, he managed to get fired, arrested, and kicked <laughs> off an entire <laughs> continent <laughs> all at once. Right. In about 15 minutes' time. I mean, yep. that, that's pretty <laughs> impressive. If you channel that into something a little more productive and positive. True. It's amazing what you can do. All right, so uh, we just got back from a week of wedding stuff. Kristen's eldest child, first the, the baby, her baby, yeah, not the baby, the, the first family. baby, yeah, first baby, got her married off. Wow, what's that like? Relief. <laughs> this wedding has been a long time. I mean, it feels like they've been planning this forever. Yeah, well, and they planned it themselves. I mean, it was mostly Emma. She planned it. Yeah. Yeah, she could totally be a wedding planner. That's a really? huge undertaking. It is. There are so many details. She didn't have. A, she didn't have like a a planner helping her at least the day of to execute everything. Nope. Wow. Nope. Her I mom that's impressive. Was, I mean, Kristen was amazing. Pretty involved, with a wasn't lot of she? Yeah, too, yeah, she was her backup. A lot of conference calls. A lot of Zoom calls. A lot of conferences at the kitchen table when she was in town. But yeah, trying to plan a wedding out of town. Is no, I mean, just trying to plan a wedding. Sure, but it, when it's hundreds of miles away. And there were two ceremonies. Mm-hmm. So he is Egyptian. He's Coptic Christian. So there was a service at the uh, Orthodox Church. And then there was another one in an outdoor venue on Chesapeake Bay. And they were very different, very beautiful. She had two dresses. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it was an all-day affair, man. And the distance, like, from... So we were all kind of based in D.C. But then the Coptic 
ceremony was in suburban Maryland, and so was, but they were couldn't have been like further apart. <laughs> they were like in opposite directions. So getting people who attended both, there were some people who attended both ceremonies, both, yeah, and they had buses running in between the two venues. How long was were was each ceremony? So the Coptic Christian ceremony was about an hour, and okay. what was great about it was the the priest like in the middle of it kind of stopped down and did sort of a halftime break where he sort of explained to everyone what's going on okay which was really helpful and he was just it was very sort of down to earth and very accessible and it was great how is it kind different? of knowing just just in terms of the ritual and the ceremony and the prayers mm-hmm. uh, and being able to follow along was really helpful but i mean the, you know they kind of adorn them it's a full sensory experience because they have the incense and then there's singing and there's the usage of instruments like these sort of symbols and they adorn them in this this fancy it looks like a royal wedding they put crowns on them Mm -hmm. that's cool yeah and so it's very sort of liturgical and then and then the more relaxed outdoor ceremony was kind of the one that emma pretty much planned and that was just beautiful because you're out there on the bay and the weather was great. We got really lucky. So we went out there last year, that very same week, mm-hmm. to walk the grounds of mm-hmm. the venue. And it was ass hot that yeah. weekend. And you're like, oh, God, no. Oh, man, we're going to be baking out here. Ceremony started at 6, but still, you know, the sun's still up at 6 o'clock and it's like right behind you. And, mm-hmm. so, and then the, the kids were like, yeah, we're thinking of making it black tie. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's yeah. a great idea <laughs> you did look good in your uh you look pretty snazzy in that tux oh my gosh we got so lucky with the weather it was kind of cloudy, so it rained a little bit in the morning mm-hmm. and then it was just sort of cloudy the rest of the day the high was like 74 and then just as the wedding started the sky started to open up and it couldn't oh, have been perfect. more beautiful yeah nice. and so as the sun was going down it cast this beautiful orange sky oh how cool so the pictures are going to be great and Emma was just really happy with everything. Like, that's what you want, right? You yeah. want the bride to be happy. You mm-hmm. don't want there to be drama. And what was great about her is she and both she and Fetty just enjoyed it from day one. Like, you could tell they were having fun. They weren't getting stressed. Nobody was a bride or groomzilla. Nice. Everybody was having fun. The The bridesmaids, the maid of honor, everybody was terrific. I mean, we just couldn't have asked for everybody did their part. Mm-hmm. There was a lot going on. Our our suite at the hotel was like, it was like bride central, man, because we were assembling all the welcome packets for everyone who was coming into town. And- I told Jen you were in charge of like the hospitality. Like Jeff was kind of making sure that people had drinks and food if they popped by. Yeah, so people could. They could come by the room. They could hang out. We had a full bar there. You know, you could just stop by if you wanted to mingle with people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they had events at different venues throughout the city. They had welcome parties and people literally coming from all over the world. But, you know, we needed a staging area because you're doing it yourself. Yeah. So all of that. And then it just it went off without a hitch. And How was the food? You haven't said anything about what you ate. (laughs) I ate chicken. It was delicious. (laughs) The horde <laughs> were amazing. Yeah, you could have you could have vegetarian, you could have chicken, uh-huh. you could have like strip loin. Oh, there you go. I Good. would like for you to send me some pics. I know you're so like uncovering yourself from vacation, but I would love to put some pictures up so we can let people know how. Oh yeah, how beautiful you guys all were. It looked great. Yeah, I got yeah. I'll see, send this to Just you. Just right text now. them to me or, okay. or email them. Email's probably best. So did you cry? Did everybody cry? You know, I got a little choked up in the second ceremony because she changed dresses and he, he didn't know. So 
when he, I mean, she was beautiful anyway, but that second ceremony, I think it just kind of bowled him over because he, I was looking at him because I knew what was coming. Right. So you wanted the reaction. That's always my favorite part too. And if you've ever seen the movie 27 Dresses, go ahead. Right. <laughs> when the bride is walking down the aisle, you don't look at her. You, you look, look at, at him, him because you want to see it. Right. <laughs> and so what was his reaction? Oh, he just, he just, you know, you could tell like he, he just sort of inhaled, like it was yeah. this involuntary, like, whoa, you know, and then mm-hmm. like you could tell his eyes got all kind of bloodshot and, and, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and it was great. That was really cool. And they <laughs> did their own vows, which was nice. So it was totally different from the Coptic ceremony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really sweet. It was just great. It was awesome. Cool. Good. I'm glad it all went well. Yeah. That's the best. That's what so, you hope for. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you guys feel like you need a vacation from your small wedding vacation? Yeah, we're kind of exhausted because yeah, everywhere bet. it was go, 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 mm, go. Yeah. Like we got to go to the church. Now we got to go to the venue. Now we got to go back to D.C. And now we got to go to this event. And there was the welcome party. And then there was the dinner with the parents. So there was it was just one thing after another. And it seemed like... There was never enough time. And, oh, by the way, it was Pride Weekend in D.C., so so a lot of streets were shut down, and traffic is bad in the district anyway, so Mm -hmm. you add that to it. Very festive, but very crowded. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, when you got home last night, it wasn't like you could relax because the storm happened and you had no power. (laughs) Right. So that's We stayed an extra day in D.C. because we needed that time just to pack everything back into the car, but honest to God, we had three full luggage carts when we arrived oh wow because we brought we were in charge of bringing the dresses mm-hmm. not to mention Kristen, she had a wardrobe change too of course my tux all the peripherals plus our overnight bags plus all of the wine and the liquor and everything we brought to set up the bar and there was all the food and there was the cookies and the stuff for the welcome basket so we had three full luggage carts <laughs> we were able to consolidate it into one on the way back home and now we're trying to beat this storm. Right. <laughs> so she had Fox 19 pulled up as we're coming down 71 last night. We came out of Columbus and we're looking at this and we're like, we're on a collision course with this incoming storm. We're going to end up driving right through it. Well, should we stop? Should we wait it out? Mm-hmm. I, she said, I don't think it's going to make any difference. You drove right by my house. You could have popped right on in. You know, it was really bad when we drove <laughs> by your house. Yeah, it was. It got spooky. Yeah, we drove by your place right in the thick of it, mm-hmm. and there was all sorts of like debris and branches blowing across the street. And you're faced with that dilemma: like, okay, does it make more sense for me to pull? Should I just pull over and wait it out? But there's so little visibility that doesn't feel safe either. I don't know that I want to be. You almost got to get off a, the interstate and park in a parking lot somewhere right. if you want to do that. And everybody of- was crawling at about 35 miles an hour. I'm glad everybody was crawling and there weren't, you know, semis blowing past you at 70 miles an hour in the middle of it. No, but leading up to the storm, we did encounter a bunch of R&L carrier semis that were rushing toward Jeffersonville, trying their best (laughs) to get off the highway as quickly as possible. They just wanted to get off because they knew what was coming. Right. So they wanted to get back to home base before that storm moved in. And it was a wind event. I mean, I feel like it was more wind than rain, at least Mm -hmm. by my house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we got back and there was no power. So we have no power in Kenwood, in our neighborhood anyway. Well, maybe today after the show, you can go take a little respite, take a nap. So we want to thank Kristen's parents who let us stay at their place last night. (laughs) That was very generous. Yeah, it really was. They didn't lose power, but when they do, they have a generator. 
That's helpful. And it just kicks on automatically. Mm-hmm. And most of the house, like there's some outlets, it's sort of like secondary power where you got light in the key areas mm-hmm. and they have a gas stove. Mm-hmm. So, you know, things function, but. Yeah, I can't imagine if it, the next couple of days just with the heat to not have air conditioning. Uh, oh, yeah. 96 degrees for a high. Yeah, yeah. I forget it. And I'll tell you what, with a high today, 96, they're saying the feels like temperature is going to be closer to 110 out there. So that ex- excessive heat warning, I think, continues until at least 10 o'clock tonight. And they sort of renew it on a day-by-day yeah. basis. So make sure your pets have lots of water. Mm-hmm. Don't leave them outside for too long and check on the elderly. And your kids. I just, you know, our kids going to camp. So it's, I just text Scott and was like, fill the entire thing up with ice, <laughs> the water bottle. Like, yeah. make sure. Because, you know, you don't think about how much they don't drink. Yeah. Right. Because they get too busy. Yeah. So Duke Energy, uh, I think they said that last count, there were still 60,000 people without power at its peak. There were like 170,000 people without power throughout the tri-state. Mm. And uh, so now we're down to 60,000, but they're still assessing. Uh, we saw we saw down power lines, let's see, on Miami, like between Keller. They had that shut down between Keller and Montgomery. Uh, that's since been reopened. And then there was a stretch of Coogler Mill Road when I went by at around 5 o'clock this morning that was still blocked off. Hmm. So I'm sure there's a lot of that. Yep. Stay cool. It is 722, and we are Jeff and Jen. Let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by and still some traffic lights that are blinking red. You know what they say, treat it like a four-way stop. What do the roads look like? Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.